Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am your host, Teresa Ann, and we are so excited that we are in Michigan. We were invited out by Zion Church in Troy, Michigan for Tristan and I to be a part of their annual ladies Christmas mingle. Did we not have a blast? It was so much fun. So much fun. So on today's episode, we are going to share what we got to share that night. And it wasn't just Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, but it was our combined efforts with the O podcast as well with me and Tristan, mother-daughter duo. Mm -hmm. So here is what's coming up next. Let's welcome Teresa as she comes and shares her testimony. Teresa! Hi, ladies. My daughter and I are overwhelmed by your Michigan welcome, especially for a Texan. (laughs) This is so amazing and incredible. But I, I need to share with you that... Almost 18 years ago, I would have never known that this moment would ever take place in my life. I came from a beautiful, beautiful, godly family. And I'm the oldest of three girls. And my testimony is, in a very small nutshell, is that I was a wayward daughter. And I believed the lie that was sown in my mind that I'm not valuable, that I wasn't worthy, and that I had nothing to offer. And I believe that that is a lie that so many of us, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what background you come from. You could have had much, you could have had little. But that is an overwhelming theme of the chatter that we hear over and over again. And so in my story, when I ran from God, I ran, I didn't even know I was running from God. I just knew I was running from my family. My daughter is here tonight. And I remember thinking about my parents and thinking about how she'll never have a life that I had. And something in me, there was a regret, a remorse, and a fight that all of a sudden stirred within me and said, if I can't stand for me, I'm going to do it for her. But yet the encounter didn't happen yet. Jesus was encountering me over and over again. But then I was awakened. March 6th, 2003. I was lying in bed. And normally I didn't wake up till about 12 noon. And I even trained my daughter to wake up at 12 noon. Little did I know that I suffered from depression. It was never diagnosed. But I, I knew this can't be life. And I woke up that morning at 6 a.m. to a touch. And it was someone that touched me right here. And when I woke up, I looked and there was no one there. So I thought. And I remember rising up out of bed. And my memory of this day 
is that I floated into the office. I closed the door, and the day before, I had purchased a journal. And I had never written before. I hated writing, and I hated English. So, I mean, that was what... (laughs) And I remember grabbing the journal, grabbing a pen, sitting in front of the futon. And I began writing. But it wasn't just anything. It was literally writing praises to God. In a moment. I wasn't sitting in a church. I was literally encountered by God at 6 a.m. while in bed. And he woke me up. And from that moment on, that was the day. I can still remember it. I know the spot where I was at when Jesus encountered me. And this young lady, Tristan... Can you please come up here? Is my daughter. (laughs) And God used my daughter as a vessel to awaken me. And little did she know, and little did I know, what God was about to do in our life together. We still are seeing this unfolding relationship take place. But one thing I learned along the way is that, yes, I was a mom. Yes, I was a wife. But more than anything, he's called us daughter. Daughter. And tonight, I sensed that some know that they were a daughter to someone, but they don't even know what that means to be a daughter. And that's what I carry. I carry this knowing of what a daughter is. And it was mainly because of my earthly father who pursued me in prayer all those years. He never gave up, and neither did my mom. And I got to share this part with you because there are some of you here tonight that may have wayward sons or wayward daughters. You may even be wayward yourself. But I want to say to you right now that many naysayers came to my mother and my father who knew my lifestyle and said, Do you know what Teresa's doing now? And my mom and her Korean accent with every fight in her, would say, my daughter is a daughter of the king. And one day, she will return. And I am not moved by what she's doing right now. But I call forth who she is. And if you can't, don't tell me what she's doing. You have faith in my God that she is going to be moved by the king of glory. And so tonight, this isn't about, this just isn't about Jesus in a manger. That's right. This is about Jesus who forsook his right to be in heaven 
and chose the womb of a teenage girl for you and for me and your sons and your spouse. There are some of you tonight that have even lost your spouse. Whether it was to death or to a divorce. Some of you have been orphaned. Abandoned. But I have a word for you tonight. From the Lord. That I was once wayward. But I can tell you right now that all of you looking at me. You, you couldn't even, there's no trace of it. Not because of who I am, but because of who I belong to. He said, daughter, arise. Do you want to be a better wife? Just know you're a daughter and watch what will happen. It'll flow through you how to be the wife that you're called to be. You want to be a better mom? Oh my gosh. When I found out I was a daughter, I was able to mother her like the Spirit of God parents me. He's so merciful. And no, let me tell you something. Some of you right now are saying, but I've been a doormat for my kids. I've been a doormat to my spouse. You know, if I keep doing this, it's just going to repeat. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Luke 6, Matthew 5. Proverbs 25, Micah 6, 8. What does the Lord require of me? To love mercy, to do justly, and to walk humbly before my God. What, is that, what does that mean? When he says love your enemies, it doesn't just mean your enemy. How do you love the ones you love the most? That's how I want you to love your enemies, but now with my love. How? He says how? Do good to those who hurt you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. How do you not walk in offense? That's how. But how do you know that? You got to know you're a child of the Most High God. I heard it said the other day you can either have your birthright or your bowl of soup. So every time you step into an offense, I want my bowl of soup. Stop. Daughters of royalty are here tonight. So you have to forsake peasantry. What does peasantry look like? Doing it your way. Doing it the way the world says. Remember it says do not be conformed to the world. Don't be conformed to how they respond. Quit doing that. Renew the mind. Is it easy? Not at first. But watch what happens. The doormat becomes a welcome mat for the king of glory to enter into your situation. How do I know? Because I've done it. I actually just believed him. And then I was like, hmm, this works. Wow. That's what trust looks like. That's what trust looks like. But I have a word right now for the widows. For those who may have been left abandoned. 
O childless woman, you who have never given birth, break into loud and joyful song, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Some of you right now have longed for children, but there are women in your life that are called to be your children. Begin investing in those women because the grief to want something can overshadow what's right in front of you. Enlarge your house. Build an addition. Spread out your home and spare no expense. For you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Here it is. Fear not. You will no longer live in shame. Do not be afraid. There is no more disgrace for you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of widowhood. Why? For your creator will be your husband. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. Tonight, daughter, God's calling you to a new place of no longer just being committed, but now being surrendered. There is a life of surrender that is so freeing and full of joy that it is supposed to make a spectacle to the world. We are no longer to be the ones, oh, there's a Christian. You can't trust them. Oh, no. No longer. It's going to be all about the love of God flowing through his daughters that forsake their bowl of soup for their birthright. That no longer say, I want my rights. Well, you can have your rights, but you cannot have the promises of God, too. God is for you. He is not against you. And I know that because my daughter has been an example of this to me. And we want to impart this into the generations. Because, moms, it's not too late. It's never too late. And just being a daughter to her... <laughs> is an honor and a privilege. Just getting to watch her grow and me growing with her is remarkable. So, and I just thank the Lord for him redeeming you to be able to bless me in my life. And so the Lord has, and he is still doing because he's always going to be working on us, has taught me his mercy and grace that I do not deserve a lick of it, but he just freely, freely gives it. And I say, why? Why do you do that for me? Like, I, 
I feel like I don't do much for you, Lord, sometimes. And he's like, nope, sufficient grace, sufficient love, sufficient mercy. And for him, and he's not selfish either, because he doesn't just give it to me. He gives it to everyone. And I'm sure everyone here has testimonies of what God has done in their life and what they're continuing to do in your guys' life. But he doesn't just show me how much he loves me, but he shows me how much he loves his daughters and his sons. And even though you think, oh, yeah, they don't deserve that love, they do. And even tonight, as I was just able to be in the Lord's presence, and again, he just is there, arms open wide. And I also love that he's a gentleman because... It says that he stands at the door of our heart and knocks. He doesn't barge in. He knocks. He's given us free will to do that. And so for him to give us that even is mind-blowing. But the Lord has overwhelmed me with love and compassion for, I know this is going to sound weird because I don't know you guys, but for all of you, like he's shown me your faces and saying, I love my daughters so, so much. And this night is amazing because I love shopping, but it's way more than that. It is so rich and so deep love how the Lord loves us so much, but how he, the way that he expresses that is stuff that we love because he knows us because he created us. Mm -hmm. He knows every hair on my head. Mm -hmm. What the flip? You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. And so his love's so infinite and reigns. You know, it's just like, thank you, Jesus. We hear it for Teresa yes. and for so much for joining us today on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. And remember what this show is all about, bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. Thank you again for joining us on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. And I'm so grateful that you could share, like, and subscribe to both my YouTube and podcast channels.